Welcome to the Oswego Mortgage Podcast. Oswego Mortgage is Pacific Northwest's VA home loan specialist. For questions or help with your VA home loan, a new home purchase, or refinancing, call 503-697-7214 or go to oswegomortgage.com. Now with the owner of Oswego Mortgage, Tom Fitkin, here's your host, Luke Anderson. All right, welcome into the latest episode of the Oswego Mortgage Podcast. With me, as always, is the owner of Oswego Mortgage, Tom Fitkin. Tom, how are you doing today? Luke, I'm good. I'm real good. I'm refreshed. I've been gone for a little bit down in Costa Rica where my oldest daughter got married, and it was quite the the ordeal. So I'm kind of back to reality (laughs) here. Market's changing on us a little bit. Time to start grinding and, you know, really making sure that... uh, we're keeping our foot in the in the right doors and getting our fair share of the business. Well, perfect. Uh, today's topic, I'm actually excited to to learn a little bit more about. It's something that I've thought about, but I haven't uh, dabbled in. Today, we're going to talk about uh, rental properties. Oh, and yeah. I th- think with every conversation, Tom, I think the best part, uh, best best place to start, is always with the different options that are available to your primary client, uh, veterans and what the VA home loan can do for somebody that's looking at uh, purchasing a rental property. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's funny. VA really doesn't do rental properties, what they, meaning that you have to be owner-occupied on any property you buy. However, mm-hmm. VA does allow duplexes, triplexes, and fourplexes zero down, which it's 25% if you do a conventional loan and three and a half with a lot of mortgage insurance if you do an FHA. But yeah, you know, the unique thing about the VA is just that you can go out and get a fourplex for zero down. And a lot of times if you, you, and again, the other thing too, you, you have to qualify. The veteran has to qualify he or she for the entire payment. Okay. And so you can't at first, if you have no rental history, now, so if they have rental history, you can actually use the other units as income. But a lot of times they'll buy a duplex, triplex or fourplex, and it'll be a first time and. It's and it's kind of it's kind of important that they qualify on their own sure. initially anyway because if something happens to the renters they can still make the payment with no problem but yeah it's it's unique I mean I've got several clients over the years that you know have um, purchased these and they, one thing I'll tell you is with the rent now and everything you go out and buy a fourplex those other three units are paying the mortgage you're living you know for sure you're you're, you're not paying yeah but again you have to qualify for it so. VA is unique. I mean, it's it's super cool how you can do a duplex, triplex, or fourplex and have a cash flow from day one on a zero down, you know, a zero down loan. So I just want to make sure that I understand the difference here. So if I were applying for a conventional loan and my intention was to occupy one of the units in a duplex, rent out the other unit, I would still have to pay the 25% down payment that I would if I was purchasing a normal rental property. Uh, 20%, 20% if it's not a duplex, triplex or fourplex. Okay. So, you know, units, two, three or four units, it's 25% down. Okay. And so, and then, and then on the VA, on the VA, as long as you're occupying one of the units and you can qualify for the entire payment, you can get a zero down payment loan for a duplex, triplex or fourplex. And you just have to occupy one of the, one of the up to four units. Honestly, Luke, it's one of my favorite loans for a veteran. If he or she can start off, maybe it's not their dream home. And, you know, but yeah, they're going to have, you know, uh, neighbors, if you will. It's not going to be a single family. But if they can buy a duplex, triplex, or fourplex, 
right out the door um, and live there for at least 12 months, then, oh, okay. you know, it's, it's all above board and it's by the rules. And, you know, he doesn't want to get into the business of um, having veterans roll these things over and have a bunch of investment properties now. But if you play by the rules, I mean, reality is there's nothing, you know, that says you can't live there a year or two or three or whatever that number is and say, Hey, you know what? Um, I want to get a single family now, or I want to, you know, I'm going to raise a family. I'm just going to uh, rent that out and, and and be good with it. Or, you know, maybe just the opposite. Maybe um, they bought a duplex and they've lived there a few years and uh, their options are to, a lot of times they'll refinance it conventionally and pay okay. the VA loan off, maybe pull a little cash out for um, in, whether it's down payment or some closing costs on the next one. But reality is, you know, you could, you can, you could now, after living in a duplex, triplex, or fourplex, now when you go buy another one, you can use that income to offset the next one. So it's kind of like once you get that first one and you play your cards right, you know, I've got you know a handful of clients over the years that have done that, and they're sitting on 10, 20 units now, you know, and it's yeah. it's uh, I think of a couple people right off the bat, but you know, it's 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 definitely a uh, you want to put yourself on a plan if you do that. But even if you just do it the first time, you buy a fourplex and you live there, you know, a few years or whatever, a handful of years or whatever, and then you're ready to do a single family. Well, at that time, we we would refinance it and pay it off with a conventional loan, get your VA back and go get your single family home that you want to raise your family in, you know, or it's just, it's just these young guys coming out, if they can afford it, it's just a great way to start to get ahead. Yeah. Yeah, well, and, and it sounds like so you convert to the conventional loan, and now the VA home loan moves with you, and the entitlement that you have just moves right over to that single family yeah, home. Yeah, you restored your entitlement by paying it off. Okay, That's right. Yeah, and so now you have that to buy the f- single family, or uh, is it possible to buy another duplex, triplex, fourplex with that? So say you know you only qualify for the duplex to start but that's your intention. You could roll that over into a fourplex and continue yeah, you to know, grow. They're going to allow that, but they're going to, they're not going to let you just keep doing it. You know, if okay. it's a make sense deal, the veteran here, she has lived in that initial unit, you know, you don't want to see a year, but yeah. if they've been there a few years and now they want to kind of upgrade a little bit, get a little nicer unit, but still be in a, a duplex, triplex or fourplex type uh, property, then it will make sense. Now, how many times can you do it? There's no real answer. And it's yeah. not really something the VA wants to be part of. But at the same time, if you play by the rules, you definitely can get a couple, two, three under your belt, you know, because it's it's what the benefit's all about is, is owner occupancy. As long as you're living in that property, um, you know, there's an option to do that. But you do have to be careful. You can't just say, I'm going to do this every year and get another one. That's yeah. They're not into that. You know, it's got to make sense. It's got to say, okay, bigger units, more square footage, better, you know, there's some things that you, you, you want to make sure that um, you do correctly. So they're not going to question you. Well, it's interesting, Tom, you keep saying if uh, the veteran plays by the rules, having a rules expert on your side is always a good strategy. Uh, I mean, how often would you guess that you've helped a veteran get into this type of loan? Well, it's, it's always the veteran that's kind of looking for residual income. You know, sure. and a lot of a lot of people just don't want to do plex, triplex, or fourplex. They don't want to deal with it. It's like an apartment or yeah. whatever they'll say. You know, so it's more of the ones that are inclined to, you know, eventually use it as income. You know, and and again, VA is going to kind of watch what you do, and 
they're going to make a decision if they reinstore that entitlement or not. And if you don't abuse it, there's really, you know, it's, it's really um, not a bad way to go. And especially if it's your first, your first one, and then you go do a single family after that. Well, now you've got a rental property going to work for you. And you and I know what rent costs now. And I don't yeah. believe rent is going the other direction. I, I just don't. I think rent prices in the state of Oregon are, are going to be expensive. Yeah. You know, supply and demand. For sure. And well, and you've, you've said already that, you know, things are changing in the market. Um, why do you think that even if the market changes, rental kind of stay where it is? Just availability? Yeah, just supply and demand. And, and it, that's why it still is so much smarter to try to buy than rent now. Mm-hmm. You know, it used to be where you could rent a house for 800 bucks. You know, that's no longer. You know, it, it's that, these homes that rent out for 1500 to two grand uh, consistently, you know, you're going to get a mortgage payment for that or less. And so why not own? Yeah. Well, and, and some people just aren't in that position or renting is the right decision for them right now. So if somebody is looking at doing a rental property and becoming, like you said, there there's certainly people that aren't interested in that. What are the checks uh, that people need to really tick off before they decide that they're going to be a, a property, a rental property owner? Well, the biggest one is you have to have reserves. On VA, if you're going to do duplex, triplex, or fourplex, you got to have six months payments in the bank. So if your payment on that duplex is three grand a month, you know, you got to have 18 grand to show that you've got that to, uh, for qualification. So there is a little caveat there, meaning that if, if you're going to um, go for units, you do, and, and you know, that can be a 401k, that can be a, you know, a retirement account. So there's, there's ways that, um, you know, you can still qualify even if you don't have it like liquid in a savings account, if it's a retirement account um, or an account that you can make liquid if you need to, that works as well. And that's a big one. Usually that's a big one for people. A lot of times they don't have that six month cushion. So, you know, they, they have to stick to a single family. Okay. Okay. And, and you do 95% of the loans that you do are VA home loans, but obviously you guys work with conventional and FHA and all of those options. So if somebody wanted to get into the rental market right now, how difficult is it with the availability of properties out there and is now a good time to, to take a, take that leap? Well, I think it is a good time before rates you know, go too high, but uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm more speaking for the Pacific Northwest yep. and, and our market. Um, I just believe that we are in a, uh, compared to other states, we're in a market that when the market does turn the other way, I don't think we'll have as much downside as other places. Okay. Um, you know, I had a call this morning from a veteran, Tom, I want to buy a rental property. I was like, oh, okay, well. He goes, well, we've got money saved. So they're not going to do a VA. He's going to keep their single family and they're going to go buy. They want to buy a duplex or a triplex or fourplex. And they've got the down payment. They they can do it. And they're excited about it. So, you know, it it doesn't have to be the VA to VA. You can be a veteran living in your single family and want to do, uh, you know, a a conventional, non-owner-occupied investment property. That's what an investment property is. It's non-owner-occupied or rental because you're not going to be living in it. So, you know, you're going to have a higher rates due to that. But again, you know, with the rental income that, that uh, is avail- you know, available from these units, they pencil well. And I will tell you, duplex, triplex, and fourplex, if that's what you're looking for, you got to be ready because they go so fast. Yeah. They really do. 
Yeah. One one of the uh, factors when you go into that, a lot of people don't go into rental properties because they don't want to be a landlord and they don't want to have to be a property manager. Um, what's your thought on it? Because we've talked about this with with putting your team together, right? Find find the folks that are helping you with your mortgage. Oswego Mortgage a great option for that. Finding a good realtor, finding you know all the things that you need. What's your thought on property management versus trying to do it your own, do it yourself? Well, it depends. You know, if you just have one unit, it's pretty simple. But you start getting four, five, six. You know, you get into that part. Property management makes sense. You know, I mean, it's 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 kind of depends on how many units you start to compile and it does get a little cumbersome and maybe it is worthwhile turning it over to, to that, take the headaches away from you. Cause if you don't, you know, you're, you're the one that's going to go fix that leaky sink. You're going to be the one that's, you know, you're going to have to deal with all that. So there's pros and cons to both. I think eventually when there's enough units out there that you're sitting on property management makes a lot of sense. How do you, if you're, if you decide you're going to go be the landlord yourself, how do you decide where to set the the price? How do you decide what you know what the the units going to cost? Um, you know whether furnished or unfurnished. There, you know, there's websites out there that you can get a good feel for what the rental income is going in certain areas, and you can get a barometer. And it's also going to be the condition of the place. Is it a you know super fixer upper that you're just going to get people in there and not worry about it, or is it going to be a upper end one, which you're going to get top dollar for. So there's going to be, you know, different scenarios there. Um, but, you know, again, I, it's, it's going to be, each property is going to be different. And again, it's a good question because you got to make sure that if you do buy one, you put the down payment down, you want to know what you're cash flowing from day one. Yeah. Because if you're not cash flowing, you know, there's not a lot of sense to that. Now, if you're making some cash flow and you're banking on this, these people, paying your mortgage for you and get some appreciation over the years. That's going to be a, you know, that's, that's a big part of it too. Yeah. No question about it. So what's the, what's the checklist that we need to go through? You've already said for anybody that's using the VA home loan first, they want to obviously make sure that they are qualified and then having the six months of income. What, what else would you put on the checklist? If somebody was listening to this and goes, okay, I think I'm ready. What, where do you start? um, Or did we already hit those? Well, the six months, again, is that's we call it not income, but reserves. Reserves, yeah. That's for cash in the bank in case, you know, you, you don't make the payment. You know, and right now, one thing I will tell you is over the last two years during COVID, it's been rough on some landlords, you know, because you, and that's another thing. People are like, ah, I don't want to get into that right now. I mean, people don't even have to pay the rent. You know, and I'm like, well, that is, that is a scenario. And I've had several clients that I have that have many properties and it's been amazing for me to see uh, how many people just aren't paying the rent. And yeah. then, you know, they got to make the mortgage payments. They got to put those mortgages into forbearance. Um, they got to hope to get uh, reimbursed through government programs. And so that part's tough, you know, in a normal market though, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely, um, a good business to be in because I've seen people put themselves financially in some great positions. For sure. So it's having the six months reserve, having all of your paperwork for the VA home loan, if you are going that direction, anything else that uh, the potential buyers need to consider before getting a rental property? 
Say that one more time. I'm sorry, Luke. <laughs> no worries. Uh, other than the six months reserve, making sure all your paperwork for the loan, uh, whether it's a VA or pre-qualifying for the loan, any other things on the checklist that you're going to want to put on there uh, before you kind of make that leap? Well, yeah, I mean, we're going to, it's a good question because rental properties, investment properties are going to be a little harder underwrite, a little more scrutinized for qualifications. So the biggest thing is that paperwork, making sure your tax returns are up to date. You're not, you know, in other words, you've, you don't want to be two years back on your taxes trying to go qualify for a loan and say, Hey, yeah, I'm going to get to those because it won't work. You want to be up to date on your tax returns. Of course, all paperwork in line and, and definitely up front, get fully pre-approved. And when you do get pre-approved, have your mortgage guy or gal approve you at a higher rate. So, you know, if anything does move, there's not a problem because I've had in the past, I remember the market took different, you know, all of a sudden rates were uh, 5% and then boom, overnight they're six and a half. You know, that, that can make, I can remember one day when the market, the rates moved three quarters on the interest rate in one day. Ooh. And that was, that was crazy. So, but, so, so I just want to make sure I understand that. Cause I think that is a, a, a very good point. So if I get approved at a higher rate, it's the assumption is that it can only go down from there or. Well, no, my assumption is in an interest rate environment, like we're in, mm -hmm. we're in right now, which is rates going up. Yep. You want to make sure you qualify for a little higher rate in case during that time they're looking for a property. They adjust up to that. Yep. Then they're not feeling like, wow, you said I was pre-approved. You know? So I'm, I'm going to, you know, this type of environment, this type of raising interest rate environment, I think it's really important. You so know, I, we've been spoiled the last two, three years. I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. So, but if I get pre-approved at 6%, it comes in at five and a half or, or something like, yeah, exactly. like that example, that's only good for me. If it approves at six, well, Hey, that's what we expected. Well, it, or we gave room for that market to go up. Like the feds are going to say they're going to raise them, Yep. you know? So we just want to make sure, cause it, it doesn't, it's not like when you start looking, you find one the next day, it could be a month or two or three. Sure. And that's a long time, you know, as far as interest rates, especially in this type of environment, when we're waiting now, this week's a big week. We're going to find out, okay, how much are you raising the rates, the feds, you know, the fed funds rates. And if it's a quarter, then, you know, I think, it, I think the rates will stay, you know, I think they'll, I think they'll stay kind of where they're at for now, mm -hmm. but if they raise it a half, boy, you better, your rates are going to be crazy by the end of the week. So we're, <laughs> we're just kind of, you know, it's a, it's an interesting market right now, Luke. And, and, uh, Historically, rates are still fantastic, yeah. you know, compared to what you and I have seen in the past. But yeah, we got to be hopefully keeping these rates, you know, under five percent as the year year and maybe next year go into play. You know, we'll we'll see what happens. I I, I think you're going to see rates go up and come back down, just like they usually do. Have you have you noticed any trend as far as the difficulty of finding a rental property versus finding just a single family home? I know that. Uh, single family homes can be either, but if, if I, if I started the search today for a rental property, would I have more or less trouble finding well, that I think, property? I think to get a duplex, triplex or fourplex, mm -hmm. that is going to be, uh, you're going to have fewer properties mm -hmm. to look at, um, as opposed to single family. Okay. And, and looking for a single family home, if I was looking for myself, I might be maybe a little pickier or should I be more scrutinous of a rental property? Well, I mean, as far as, you know, you're looking at a single family as a rental or an yeah. owner-occupied? 
as a rental. Yeah. No, I mean, I think again, again, I think when you're looking for that, it's location, 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 neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to make sure that that's going to be an area that uh, rent is going to be not a problem. If you got someone that's got to move out and, or is moving out to maybe buy a home, you got a, you know, you got a vacant place. You don't want to be stuck trying to get it rented uh, in a tougher neighborhood. Now, right now, you know, it seems like rental properties that go for rent don't stay long either. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. So, well, we've got, uh, I think we've got pretty much all the information. Um, one thing I want to start asking you in these podcasts, any stories you just want to tell about anybody that you've kind of worked through, you've kind of alluded to having a lot of clients that have done this, but is there one story that you think about when you think of rental properties going, this is, this is the way to do it, or this is the way not to do it. Yeah, you know, I've had a couple clients, and, and this has been over, you know, 10, 15 years that they've compiled these, but I kind of told a story earlier. I, I remember Rob, I'll, I'll lose his name as Rob. I remember Rob when he bought his first um, duplex. And and mind you, we've done VA, FHA, and conventional with this, with this client because he's very into the units, duplex, triplexes, and fourplexes. Well, all of a sudden, you know, 15 years later, this guy's sitting on, I think he's got it's either 12 or 15 units, you know, and um, we've used the VA a couple times. We've used FHA before. Event. So he's, he's kind of used the parameter, I mean, all, all the different types of loans to, to accomplish what he's done. But now, you know, um, he's sitting here, in a sense, living off these units, you know, and it's, it's pretty impressive. And he's bought also in good areas. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's neat to see that, but that's a commitment. And this guy's also one that um, early on in, in, in when I started working with him, he was married then he went through a divorce. So it wasn't a big deal. He wanted to get units. He didn't care about the duplex, triplex or fourplex scenario. And so that's what he's done. And every few years he does one and he, he puts enough cash together to make sure he can pay his own closing costs or prepaids or down payment, depending on where his VA loan sits. Well, that's great. Um, I, I think that's kind of the dream of uh, for a lot of people is getting passive income, where you're not going out every, every week and trying to earn earn those dollars. So uh, if you're looking to get into rental property, I think the uh, great place to start would be with a conversation with our friends at Oswego Mortgage, they have the experience, especially working with the VA home loan, but certainly working with rental properties as well. Anything else you'd like to add, Tom, before we wrap up this podcast? Uh, you know, just going into this, you know, this new market that we're in, um, I believe we're going to be in a good purchase market this year. I think the purchase business is going to be strong. Refinances, it's going to be hit and miss. There's so much equity out there now, though, that you're going to see people pulling money out for exactly this type of reason, to buy a rental property, home improvement, maybe add a bedroom, debt consolidation. But a lot of people are going to be calling this year and saying, hey, Tom, I, you know, I want to pull some cash out and buy a rental. And yeah, I mean, it's kind of, it, it, you're going to see that this year because of the equity positions people have now with where the values are and what they owe on their property. So, you know, I think um, we do a lot of types of loans. 90 to 95% is, you know, our VA loans, but we do a lot of conventional as well. And we do a lot of second homes and, you know, so there's, there's different types of loans that are available for every situation out there, but 
um, we are definitely experiencing all types of loans. And, you know, I feel confident saying that uh, my staff is, is, uh, is amazing and they're super knowledgeable and tactful and um, very easy to work with. So, yeah, we would love the opportunity for people listening to give us a shot. Perfect. All right. Well, Tom, I appreciate that. The best way to reach Oswego Mortgage is go to the website, oswegomortgage.com. What's the best phone number, Tom? It's right on there, 503-697-7214. All right. There you go. And if you'd like to listen back to any of the other topics that we've already spoke on, just take a look at the list of podcasts Tom and I have recorded, and you can go and find the topic. And if you don't find the answers you're looking for, again, just give Oswego Mortgage a call. Tom, thanks as always. Hey, thank you, Luke. It's always a pleasure uh, doing this with you. Thank you for listening to the Oswego Mortgage Podcast. For more info or questions about today's topic, your VA home loan, a new home purchase, or refinancing, call 503-697-7214 or go to oswegomortgage.com.